What's going on, everybody? This is Jake Batman alongside Brandon Ramis, and this is Thoughts from the Brain. B Dog. What's up? What is up? What is good, dude? Week three, we have a lot to talk about uh, football, oh, yeah, football, NFL football, football NFL action. hot topics. There's a ton of things that happen, and uh, we're going to give give you guys our thoughts. So, what yep. you what you think, Jacob? Well, uh, oh, okay, so let's kick it off with Thursday night, Rams 49ers. I don't think anyone expected this to be as high of scoring game as it was. I didn't even know the 49ers could put up 39 points, but uh, yeah, and I, def- sick. I definitely didn't. I started the Rams defense and got two points. I was like, Jesus. That a boy, rest in peace. Oh, yeah. I got They're destroyed speaking of that, by Jacoby starts their defense. I doubled his point total. So uh, that's how Jacoby's week went. And then on to the next game, Ravens-Jaguars, 44-7. to um, It must be bad if you're a Baltimore Raven because you got to go all the way to London to get beat by the Jaguars that bad. Okay. And honestly, I wonder what London, London people think of football because all they get is bad football. Like, I don't know of any game that has been like, oh, man, that's a good game. Like, they dress up in all these weird costumes. I don't think they understand American football yet, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. It's whatever. But Blake um, Bortles went off, which surprised Blake me. Bortles 244 yards and four yes, touchdowns. Um, talking about the Ravens, they are my fantasy dud of the week. Oh, nice. Negative six points. Wow. 44 points allowed by the Jaguars. Okay, moving on. That's, to our next game, yeah. Broncos Bills. Broncos lose sixteen to twenty six. And speaking of fantasy duds, my fantasy does was uh, C J Anderson, who had eight rushes for thirty six yards. Because last week he went off, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tip my cap, give him the start this week. The Bills defense handled him, and rest in peace. Bills and then Trevor Simeon throws team. two picks. They threw the ball forty times. Uh, Jamal Charles, I guess, had an okay game: nine carries for fifty six yards and a touchdown. But yeah. not not bad. I Good. wondered you how Trevor fans. Simeon you would do. something to kind of look up to. Yeah. All righty. Um, let's go with probably the most surprising game. Steelers-Bears. Bears pull off an overtime win. Oh, turned up for Chicago. They actually have their first win on the year, something to look forward to. Yeah. And then we'll move on to the Falcons-Lions. Great game. Great, great game. game. And I think the Falcons are a team that I don't really like. I, I don't think they're that great. Their defense, you know, gives up a lot of points. But I think the Lions, like I said earlier in Dude, this uh, podcast episode, I think Lions making the playoffs. Matthew Stafford, straight well, gunslinger. Yeah, they made, the, I don't, they made it to the playoffs, but I, don't, I think they lost in the wild card. I don't remember exactly. It's but no wild Anyway. I think they are a divisional round team, and with the right teams and the right momentum, they could go to the NFC Championship. I'm not saying they're, I'm not saying they're, you know, an NFC champion, Mm -hmm. or you know, like gonna be in the Super Bowl. But I could see them going to the championship. I love bold statements, but uh, if you're a fantasy over, Devonta Freeman had 21 carries, 106 yards, and a touchdown. A good game for him. Then we move on to the game that I said the Browns were easily gonna win. They uh, let me down, and Jacoby Brissett had a, a good game, took care of the ball this time, yep. had uh, ran 259 two yards, ran for two, passed for one. Um, I think yeah, he's going to lead him to a couple wins this year, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's not terrible. I mean, they're still missing Andrew Luck by far. but. And then we move on to a very surprising game, in my opinion, uh, Bucks and Vikings. Case, and Case Keenum. Keenum. Oh, my goodness. Does he think he's at Houston again? Is it college football season again? I don't are we talking like five years ago? 300 something 369 yards. yards with three 69. touchdowns. Case hey. Keenum, something got into him, man. He's like, 
I don't play for the Rams no more. B-dog. Let's do this. B dog. Yo. Three hundred what? Three hundred sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Sick. All right. And then the Texans' offense actually put up points this week against the Patriots, and that game finished okay thirty-six to thirty-three. What did you got, Jacob? Tom got strip. He got strip sacked. They get it back, and Mm -hmm. then like the next play, throws a bomb. It basically is picked. The dude rolls over, and it falls out of his hands. You know who actually? So Patriots easily could have lost this game. Texans are a decent team. They're they're. They're a team that you can't sleep on at all. Yeah, that that pass sure. rush is something to mess with. Their defense but is stout. you know what? I think Brandon Cooks actually listened to last week's episode. For you uh, weekly listeners, yeah. I called him out. I was like, dude, if you're listening, you got to pick it up. And he had a breakout game, five reception, 131 yards, and two touchdowns. So he did. He did. Have that's really pretty lit. Game. And then the Dolphins did some Dolphins oh things. Oh, my goodness When gracious. Jay Cutler is your quarterback, I don't the know what New else you expect. York Jets. But the Jets win 20-6. to six. Yeah. That was <laughs> – that was another surprising game, but to be fair, the Steelers being as good as they are, losing to the Ban or Jesus, not the Bengals, but the Bears was more. I think that's the more upset of the week. But yeah, and then uh, the most legendary kick rookie cook kicker in oh. NFL history, Eagles Giants. Yes. Yeah, Jake Elliott got a boot on him. Jesus. Giants go to zero and three. Anybody yeah. shocked about that? I am. Mm, no. Eagles. Cowboys won in the NFC. Eagles history made. Franchise long field goal. He's Go. also a rookie. I think is that a rookie record too? Sixty-one yards. I think so. Yeah. But Carson Wentz was saying in a video he was going to give he, him his game check yeah. if he hit that field goal, and, and he hit it. So I don't know if he actually did or well, not. Well, that, be that sick. G- his game check is like a hundred grand, which is like a quarter of that kicker's salary. So imagine if he actually did. And then a game Jacoby called last week. He said the Saints were going to. I'm take care you, of the Panthers, and uh, the Panthers, obviously they did. Yeah, the Panthers' offense isn't for real. Their defense is, you know, I don't, I don't watch the game, but their defense had played okay in the previous weeks. Mm-hmm. But you just can't stop Drew Brees in that Something offense. Something that they can look forward to too was Christian McCaffrey with nine receptions, 101 mm-hmm. yards. But Drew Brees looked like Drew Brees, and that's all that happened. Yeah. And then a very good game between the Titans and Seahawks. Richard Sherman kind of had a, a breakdown that game. I don't know if you saw it. Got a couple of. Uh, Unsportmanlike, then hit uh, Mariota, laid out of bounds. He just turned into a nutcase, and you know, in the end of the day, that's going to end up losing the game for your team. And, and Titans win. I really like the Titans. They're one of my my love the teams I love. There uh, with that two headed monster behind Marcus Mariota with Demarco Murray and uh, Derrick Henry. But Demarco Murray was my uh, fantasy stud this week. 14 carries, 115 yards, one touchdown. I bet a lot of fantasy owners are finally happy that he decided to run the football. Yeah. So, Anything oh, to say on yeah. that game, Jacob? Oh, I kind of lost my train of thought, but I do believe the Titans or yeah, well, okay, yeah, the Titans. But I think the Seahawks. I think they were supposed to be a lot better than they are, and you know it's that O line, man. The Titans are gonna yep. be for real. I think Seahawks. However, Russell Wilson did have a heck of a game. He threw almost threw the ball 50 times, but 373 yards, four touchdowns. In a PPR league, I think he had like 33 points, and yeah. that's who I was playing in one league, and uh, I got destroyed. And then we go to Bengals-Packers. Okay, uh, this – go ahead. Man, Aaron Rodgers was clutching overtime. I don't know if anybody saw that. but Yeah, the, that was that – he dropped that throw. dime. Oh. oh, man, he knew it from the time it yep. left his hand, too. He's like – Bengals – did look a lot better with the new offensive coordinator. So yeah, you know, I think uh, Bengals are on However, the right Andy track. Dalton needs a haircut. The faux hawk isn't working anymore. When yeah. you go zero and three, it's time for like a nice clean cut. 
Red something along those Red lines. Red Rocket you know? needs a haircut for sure. And then we go Chiefs Chargers. How did you feel about your Chiefs this week, Jacob? I thought. Oh, I guess we didn't talk about. Oh, Chiefs. Hey, we're looking good. And I gotta, I gotta pull up a stat about Cream Hunt. Okay. Let me hear it. All right. First player in NFL history to have 50 plus yard runs, touchdown runs, in his first three games, and he's the second in NFL history in scrimmage yards in first three games with 538. You know, I thought with, you know, Spencer Ware, I'm like, okay, he's going to have a good season, but nobody expected the monstrous things he's doing. And one thing that surprised me in the last two weeks was his breakaway speed. I didn't think he was as much of a speed guy, but dang, he's a quick dude. He only ran like a four or six, I believe, in the combine. He safety, though. Oh, yeah. I think... I don't know, man. I, I, maybe he just ran a bad forty, or just when the game is going on, he just he just puts on the burners. We don't know. But yeah. great running uh, against the Philip Rivers with three interceptions, threw the ball yeah. forty times. No surprise. I feel like that's all Philip Rivers does anymore. Philip Rivers. And then we have the Rens- Redskins and Raiders on Sunday night, and that was a fun game to watch. Kirk Cousins, man, he's looking good, man. And then uh, Chris Chris Thompson was had a little breakout game for fantasy overs out there. He's a little pickup. 24 but, uh, points or something? Six receptions, 150 yards, and one touchdown. That'll do it for you. Yeah. And then moving on to my Cowboys against the Cardinals. And uh, I'll tell you what, I was worried earlier in this game. I'm like, man, it's going to be a long season. Our defense, that first, those first two drives, oh, man, they weren't doing nothing on defense. And then all of a sudden, uh, Rod, Rod Marinelli decided to be like, yo, guys, you got to kick it in the gear. He uh, said something to Demarcus Lawrence because he turned into a freak, Gruden. and he's now leading the NFL at s- in sacks at six and a half. Gruden predicted the pregame yeah, grinder Gruden to be predicted I'm the grinder you. before the game. Before John the Gruden, game. John Gruden, great guy, knows football better than anybody. It's he's a genius. I don't he's, know why he's not. He's a coach. literally gone. And then as you listen to him on Monday Night Football, he's like, "Man." I see Dak Prescott as a captain at 24 years old. But for me, when I was a head coach, that C on the captain patch stands for courage, credibility, and clutch, clutch playmaking, man. Dude, oh, man. Gruden, I should have tweeted hero, this. You know? Gruden, with all the quotes, you know, he's got all the memorable quotes from Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. You could you could inspire somebody for the rest of their life with all those. Oh, yeah. And like, if you haven't listened to Gruden's mic'd up back when he was with the Bucks and oh, the Raiders, those oh, are hilarious. it's hilarious. They kill me. Yeah, and, and, of course, Gruden's son is a power lifter. He's, like, stacked benches and squats, houses. It's it's insane. It's honestly insane. So uh, That being said, that's your week three rundown. Well, and, uh, to finish that up, I'm going to give you guys another statistic. So think hear. about your team when I say this. Since 1990, when they made the playoff how it is now, 3-0 and teams are have a 74% chance to make the playoffs. Okay. 2-1 and teams have a 54% chance. Go, Cowboys. 1-2 and teams have a 24% chance. I'm sorry. And 0-3, oh and looking at the Chargers, the Giants, you know. Rest in peace to the Browns. Uh, Browns, Bengals, they have a 2% chance. So, RIP to them. All right, we'll take you through week four fairly quickly and give you our predictions. Uh, Packers-Bears, I'm definitely going Packers in Lambeau. Uh, Rodgers is going to have a heyday on that Bears D. What do you think, Jacob? I, yeah, you can't bet against Aaron Rodgers, especially after the Bengals game. So, uh, Cowboys-Rams in Arlington, I'm going to say after that win against the Cardinals and the defense picking up and Dak really looking good. Uh, he honestly looked like a veteran just walking around slinging the thing. 
I'm going to say Cowboys are going to handle them Rams. Yeah, it's going to be a close game. Their offense you know, picked up 33-28. Uh-huh. Some some people some funky Rams like that. Defense is slowing down and all. I think it'll be an offensive game because I think the Rams' offense is picking up. It's got momentum a little bit, and they're, you know, they're just excited to have a new quarterback. I think that helps too. So. And then we go to London, mate. We have the Saints and the Dolphins. Jacoby, how do you feel about those two teams? The, the Saints and the Dolphins. Well, the Saints just came off a win over the Carolina Panthers. Oh, tootie do, eh? And the Dolphins just got their ace whipped by the New York Jets. I think I'll say it about every episode. But, I mean, Jay Cutler, at quarterback, he doesn't think he needs to be caught in good cardiovascular shape. I don't think that helps He's very at all. He's a bloke. He's a bloke. He needs to go back to I'm where pick, he came yeah. from. I'm picking Saints. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. Probably 35. No defense. 35-21 or 28 game. I 45-33. Yeah, it'll, it's going to be a high-scoring game. And then Bills-Falcons in Atlanta. Uh, the Bills' defense, I think, will give the Falcons a little run for their money, but I think the Falcons will come on on top like they have the last three games. Yeah. How do you feel? Falcons. Falcons. I'll pick the Falcons there, too. Uh, Bengals-Browns, uh, preview of the toilet bowl in Cleveland. Wait, wait, wait. I'm picking the Browns. I just have to go out and say that. Cause let's no one let's both pick the Browns. Let's believe in them I think for one yeah. game. Let's put our put our lives on this one game. Because Cleveland, like Cleveland fans, need something to cheer about. Yep. I mean, Kyrie I just left. Okay, okay, you know they get they had a title two years ago, but it's not looking bright when you have the Golden State All Stars <laughs> out there yep. on the West Coast. But uh, let's go Browns. Let's do it, I'm Deshaun going, Kaiser. Yeah, I think let's Browns. do it, Isaiah Crow. AJ, okay, AJ Green, you could produce for me in a fantasy league. That's cool too, you know. And then <laughs> gotta uh, get the fantasy plug in there. Have your yeah, fantasy yeah. plugs. Fantasy plugs, always. Exactly. Fantasy Lions plugs. and Vikings. Jacoby, what do you think? Lions, and, and I don't Minnesota. think it'll be that close. I think Ooh. Lions are the better team. Case Keenum had a good week, but Lions are overall the better team. I think team. At, uh, in Minnesota, the Vikings are going to win it. I saw some ESPN analysts saying that the, the home field advantage in Minnesota is for real with that new stadium. So I'm going to go close game, but the Vikings squeaking it out with that oh, running game. Okay, I thought we were friends, but whatever. Uh, it's, it's whatever, Ooh. we're associates. Panthers, Patriots. Panthers, Patriots, and Gillette. Uh, Even though the Patriots could have easily Patriots. just been one and two, I'm going to give yeah. it to the Patriots because Panthers. You have Tom Brady. The, just the Tom Brady name, like it makes it hard to pick any game against yeah. the Patriots, especially after the 28-3 to meltdown, mm-hmm. throwback Thursday. Yeah. And then Jaguars-Jets. In, in New York, I'm still gonna pick Jags. They're hot. I, off, yeah, they're hot I like that, that defense, win. man. Defense and if Blake Bortles takes care of the ball with Leonard Fournette behind him, oh yeah, they're Leonard a tough Fournette. team to beat. Honestly, yeah. I mean these these picks are finally catching up to them. Yep. And then we go Steelers Ravens. I'm gonna take the Steelers because, like I said uh, last week, the Ravens are fake because they've played nobody, and it yeah. shows once they play it's somebody, sad, they get but, stomped. Yeah. And I don't even know if you consider Jacksonville somebody yet, but the like, NS, they're decent. Or the AFC North is mm-hmm. the worst division in football. I will say I would. I would. Oh, I I wholeheartedly AFC agree better, right here. And I could argue that with just about anybody. Mm-hmm. There's so many. Be- they have the Steelers. The Ravens aren't for real. Steelers don't really have a. a yeah, good Steelers defense. are gonna run away with that division, even you know, if Cincinnati they like, and, suck all year. You know. Um, the Browns are 0-3. Just so. a not, a, not a lot to look forward to in that division. Yeah, it's not a lot. And then we take a look at the Titans-Texans in Houston. 
Uh, I'm going to go with a little upset here. After the Texans offense showing up, I'm going to take the Texans at home. It's time to get the city back on its feet. I'll take Texans again. J.J. Watt, two sacks. Let's do it. Jadavion Clowney, I'll, I'll say uh, one and a half. Uh, 49ers and Cardinals in uh, Arizona. I'll take the Cardinals. Um, if their offense looks like they did in the first quarter against the Cowboys, but not the last two. Yeah, but I'll take, after seeing I'll take the 49ers the put up some points, I think it's going to be a real close game. Uh, it has the potential. I just think Cardinals will be clutch. I feel like 49ers just have a hard time winning. It's just like in their DNA right now. Agreed. Agreed. And then we move on to the Eagles-Chargers. I feel like that's going to be a fairly uh, easy game for the Eagles to win. It's in yeah. California, but as we've seen, most games anything. in California with the Chargers are basically they, away games. Yeah, I mean, if Soccer you watch the Chiefs stadium. game, they said they almost got 20,000 because of the Chiefs fans. So it's it's just a bad place to be yeah, right now. And I think Chiefs NFL owners and everything are crapping their pants because if you're not filling a stadium like the Rams and the Chargers are, uh, why why build a billion dollar stadium on a team that won't have anybody show up? You know what I'm saying? I feel you. And then we have Giants Buccaneers in Florida. I'm gonna go Buccaneers easily. The Giants have just not proved that they can do much of anything yet. You know, I might actually say that the Giants are gonna win this one. Oh my god! I think that they can. I just don't picture the Giants going forward, but I I'll pick, I'll pick the Giants just because of that. Ben McAdoo is gonna lose his job this year. Let's let's yeah. do that. And then a very good game in Colorado to to be Raiders and Broncos. How you feel about that one, Jacob? I don't know. After the Raiders only scoring ten points against the Redskins, because the Broncos' defense is you know it's true. I I'll, I'll have the Broncos in a close game, maybe okay. by ten, and I I think it's going to be kind of low scoring. Honestly, I'll take that in in Denver. I like the Broncos. Uh, Colts and Seahawks. I'm gonna go. This is in Seattle, so I think I'm gonna go Seahawks. Yeah, I think their defense Colts is going to get back on track this week. Brissette. Russell's going to have a heyday on that uh, Indianapolis defense. Yeah, Colts don't have what it takes to beat Seattle, even though Seattle is definitely a lot more lackluster than what people might think, but mm-hmm. they just don't der- deserve and the recognition. we move on to a Monday night game oh, in which I uh, one half of Thoughts from the Brain will be attending. I will that be. one half is my co-host, uh, Jacoby Batman. Hello, you. Hello. How do you, how you feel about Hello. that? I feel pretty good about it. We got cheap getting tickets. Getting a little tingly already. Um, do what? Sorry. You getting a little tingly already? Yeah, I I pissed myself when I figured I was going. Makes sense. Makes um, sense. So I look forward to that. I think. I don't that's think that's a game we can win. I think Arrowhead, a, a night game at Arrowhead, is like atmosphere. just one of the best atmospheres in all of sports. We, you know, as Chiefs much as it pains me, are playing good football. They're playing good football. Um, I uh, Kareem Hunt, man. He's going to be offensive, or well, I think it'd just be the rookie of the year, not even offensive. Yeah, he's I mean, just let's go for it. Leading the league in rushing, and he's he's the man right now. For yeah, us. I'm taking the Chiefs. I think they'll kind of run away with it. Their offense is too I think, good. I think I, it'll Kirk be. Kirk will put up a fight, but late, they'll, they'll put up some scores late to kind of carry it away. That's my opinion on it. I think it'll be a 10 point game, if not more, honestly. But we'll see. Makes sense. So. Makes sense. And as we get closer to October, we talk about the MLB. You know, things are heating up. Playoffs are coming. And, you know, you want to hear something else, Jacob? The Royals are officially dead. And my heart is broken because this was our last hurrah with the guys we have. I mean, you have Lorenzo Cain, 
Eric Hosmer and Moose and Alcides and Jason Vargas, who are all on uh, coming upon free agency years. And then we spent $70 million on Ian Kennedy and then another 80 on Alex Gordon. It really pains my heart. Um, but a quote that I felt was interesting earlier in the season, Haas said, yeah, this is like our senior season. So obviously he already expects everybody's moving on. Uh, Haas is going back home to Miami and signing a major deal. But uh, rest in peace to my Royals. I guess another 30 years of sucking. But to be fair, the highest of the highs, yeah. incredible. I cried after the World Series Highs win. and highs to the lowest of the lows? Yeah, I mean the low, the highs outweigh the lows. You know what situation. pisses me off though? I do the same thing for a World Series every 30 years. Think about There's it. nothing like Where's it. Where's the Patriots lows? I swear, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, they're going to be trash kit. They're going to be trash kit. Like, it'll, it'll be awful for them. But, you know, I don't sorry. know. As long as Bill Switching Checks there, I think, I think they're going to be good, honestly. Yeah, but when they're both gone, ooh. Yeah. Uh, Lord have mercy on Boston. And then I'll take you through a quick who's clinched for the MLB playoffs. We have the Red Sox, Yanks, uh, Cleveland clinching the Central, Astros clinched, Nats clinched. Uh, the Dodgers have already clinched their spot. And uh, Arizona has already clinched as well. So uh, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a really interesting postseason MLB. You got a, good, a lot of good young stars. And I think that's what's saving baseball right now with Aaron Judge and all Bryce Harper, um, Mike Trout. It's really attracting a younger audience that they need. But my World Series prediction, I think uh, the Dodgers, after this last couple weeks of the season, have been playing too bad. So I'm going to go Cleveland and Cubs. I'm just feeling it. Jacoby, do you have any thoughts on the MLB whatsoever? Uh, just sending your condolences to me because yeah. I'm about to get my heart ripped out. If after you guys haven't season. figured out, Jacoby's not a big baseball guy. Which uh, is okay. You know? I've never, I just didn't I think grow it's something you've got to be grown into, yeah. you know, from I a think young age. My Jewish if you don't have interest it, to do with it. Yeah, I think you're, if you don't have interest in it, like as you're young, it's not something that you're just going to like one day fall in love with. Like football, I feel like it's an easy sport to love, like lots of action. Baseball, you know. It is what it is. So, and then uh, here we Jacoby. Go. Here we go. Uh, oh, we might as well start calling this NBA segment a Oklahoma City Thunder segment because that's all it's been for the past two episodes. But Jacoby, go ahead and take it away. Okay. <laughs> if you can't tell, Jacoby's shaking his boots about this subject. Oh, sweet baby Jesus! I'm excited. Okay. In case you're a piece of crap or living under a rock or whatever, Carmelo Anthony. At the Oklahoma City Thunder? <laughs> What's up? Uh, oh, we had to give away, you know, Ennis Cantor, Doug McDermott, and a 2018 they second round pick. They didn't give up much of anything no. for both of those no. two guys. So I like both of those trades. Sam Presti's like turning into a man. He's Dude. like, you know what? You only live once. I think that's what he's, Sam Presti's saying in all these deals. Like, he's like, Melo, you only live once. Why would you want to stay in New York with all these turds and play like turds and wear your hoodies while everybody looks at you funny? Come to OKC where we love hoodies. We love hoodies. Anyway, Melo last year averaged uh, just over 22 points a game, which is 22nd. Um, almost three assists, which is 70th, which is kind of crappy, but we know what Melo is. We know what we're getting into. And yeah, he got about 60, or he was 61st in rebounds with six per game. Now, we also have to talk about Paul George coming in. I love Paul George. He was about 24 points per game, he's 15th. Uh, Almost three and a half assists, which is at 62, and six and a half rebounds. Yeah, six and a half rebounds, which is at 44. Um, both of those players um, 
kind of in the 20 in um, player efficiency rating. Melo is actually more of like the 18, but George is right about 20. So that's pretty good. You know, they're pretty, cool. Cool. De- they're decently efficient. Well, actually, tell me about a, Russ. Tell me about your man. Go, oh, let's go. Okay. okay. Well, let me dive into this real quick. Because, okay, I was talking to some guys in my class the other day after the Melo trade, and there's this kid, doesn't talk. I don't even know where he's from. But he looks into our conversation. Never talked to him, mind you. And we were talking about, you know, the trade and what's going to go on. He's like, yep, yep. Carmelo Anthony doesn't play any defense. First off, oh, gosh. I Tell me gone someone off. who does uh, play defense in the NBA. The last time I saw somebody playing defense in the NBA was Dwight Howard, and look what happened to him. Yeah, who's <laughs> Dwight Howard? Yeah, uh, anyway, he doesn't have a career. I want to, oh, first off, stupidest haircut in my life. He looked like a freaking idiot. So that's first. Second off, Thunder were a good defensive team, good rebounding team. So, like, you know, are we getting a better deal? Yes. Like, w- we can sacrifice a little defense for Carmelo Anthony. And you still got Roberson, who literally all he can do is play yeah, defense. Yeah. So, I mean. I'll get more into that, too. Okay. Russell Westbrook. Sorry, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, 31 and a half points per game, which is first, you know. What's up? 10 and a half assists. Or a little under, and that was at third behind uh, John Wall and James Harden. So those guys, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10.7 rebounds per game, which was 10th. What? Which, you know, for a point guard, like, that's impressive. And a player efficiency rating of just over 30. While we have him on, on the topic, Jacob, how did you feel about the whole debate over the MP- MVP last season? Like, what? I mean, I Dude, know you're Dude, it wasn't a even guy. close to me. Yeah, I agree. If, but, uh, the last guy to average a triple-double is Oscar Robinson, and in the league we have now, if you're averaging a triple-double, that's just insane to me. Yeah, either either you're LeBron James and can pass as a big man, or you're Russell Westbrook and just can rebound for no good explanation. Like, he's a point guard. And everybody and has making, their own opinions a, on it. Oh I mean, gosh, like, if you win seven. or whatever, but, I mean, it's just like, what if you take... Russ off that team. What if you take James Harden Most off valuable. his team? If no, they you had take Russ off the team, I don't think OKC. They had. Oh my gosh, it'd be. I don't know if they'd even have any fans Rockets, after that season. Yeah, they had a lot better roster. You know, two six man of the year candidates. Like you can't even. Yeah, don't even try with me with that. You know, like. And I don't like the Houston trade very much. I think when you get a ball dominant guard like James Harden and you give him Chris Paul but you take away one of the best defenders in the league, a.k.a. Patrick Beverly, I don't know how much better that makes your team. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. I think they just wanted him for... I mean, you're swapping an eye for an eye. Yeah. It just depends on how you... I don't know. Because, I mean, CP3 is a good defender, too. I guess they just want a little more scoring out of the one spot. Um, Anyway. Okay, back to to the whole OKC situation, because I know you really wanted to talk on this. This is going to help the Thunder out a lot, especially in three-point shooting, because they were like the worst team in that. So two players who do well, Paul George and Melo, that's going to help in that aspect. Um, We desperately desperately need scorers whenever Westbrook doesn't have the ball, because... Weren't they uh, like the worst team in the league in three-point? The margin was unreal. We could, like, we would... Yeah, I sad. I can't even. But speak shout out about to Melo and PG. We're about to change that. Um, bad thing about all this: Russ still hasn't signed an extension, and Paul George more than likely be gone because they only have one year left. Um, but Melo still has another year after this year, so we have Melo for two years. 
So that's nice. Um, with Roberson at the two, because let's be honest, Sam Presti and Billy just love Roberson because he plays defense. And we'll still have a defensive prowess. And, uh, you know, he's a great wing defender. Um, and hopefully those big three guys uh, can, you know, help Russell when he runs yeah, the pick and, and roll. So we don't have to throw it because we would throw it to him in the corner and he'd miss wide open threes. And so, you know, Steven Adams but as a pick those, and roll guy and then yeah. George and Mello should be good. For those who say there's not enough ball to go around, though, I mean, as Jacoby and I were talking about earlier, I think it was Jacoby who said this, but he's like, one of them are going to be on the court at all times, yeah. which I completely agree with. Definitely. So there is i mean those games are long too oh and if i mean you if you have a, a good system to have your players in and out like you should i mean them guys are going to get theirs and yeah. they're going to be real tough to beat i honestly think and pg and Melo just spread the floor so much for russ you're not going to be able to stop all three of them yeah. at the same time in my opinion i think russ i think everybody scores probably uh, around the same points per game except for russ he might dip down a little bit because i mean he was just so dominant Which and is had okay. to be you it's know, hard it's okay. To, it's hard to redo a, you know, triple double averaging season. Yeah, I mean, he could still do uh, it. He could. St- I don't. We'll and see. And how hard he works on the boards, I think it's easily doable again. Just yeah. like you said, the points per game is gonna drop. I mean, think about it. I I feel like the when they start the game, those guys are gonna be there for you know seven minutes, mm-hmm. all three of them. And then one or two of them's coming off, and then one of them's coming in when we throw the twos in around the second quarter and then there's just going to be there has to be one of them on the court all times like name another score on the thunders roster and i think that about ends our thunder segment unless you have any last thoughts oh uh well yeah that's it for the thunder but then you know d wade went to cleveland so we have d wade now which is not surprising at all now i I can't even back yeah but it doesn't i mean it doesn't make cleveland like, all that's happened doesn't make Cleveland any worse, and it doesn't make – I mean, it does make the Celtics a lot better. But if you don't have LeBron James in your team in the East, like, you're not going to the finals. And that's basically yeah. – Well, I think what this does is, you know, everyone would, would probably still said that Cavs would be still the one seed in the East mm-hmm. and, you know, would make it to the finals. But I think this just, sol- you know, makes it solid. Yeah, it solidifies like, it. Celtics are going to be the number two. They're going to lose in the conference finals. All right, enough caps. football talk. It's, it's oh, That was it's, basketball. I mean, enough was, basketball it's talk. Okay. It's football season. So let's get back to the greatest the greatest uh, level of football, which is college football. I, I think there's no doubt about it. Unless most most entertaining. Oh, my gosh. I love college football. So uh, tell me what's going on around the Big 12, Jacoby. All right. I think the biggest thing was TCU beating Oklahoma State. Yeah, Ooh. that was uh, big time. So. And I mean, like I said in the first episode, I'm like, Oklahoma State always finds that that streak yeah. to play really bad. I didn't think it'd come this soon. Yeah, I think especially I after the game that Mason Rudolph had against Pitt, I was like, yeah. man, this should be a fairly easy game. But TCU showed how real they are, and Kenny Trill is uh, yeah. something you got to look out for. He's the trillist, apparently. Mm-hmm. He basically is the trillist of them all. So anyway, um, TCU moves to number nine in the top 25, and Oklahoma State drops to 15. So and only dropping to 15. Like really works in Oklahoma yeah. State's favor. If you beat K State and if you beat OU, like you have a really solid chance of getting in the top five teams. I think. Yeah. But uh, it also depends on how well West TCU Vir- does yeah. for the rest. They got to be West season. Virginia too. But as we said, I think Oklahoma State will have another uh, sp- like spur. Or yeah, I, mean, I think they have a chance to if back. they if they win out, which would be tough. They could be a top ten team. I'm not sure about a top five. 
and a little week pri- week five preview in the Big Twelve. We have KSU Baylor. Um, I'm a little nervous about that game. I I don't I don't know with how ba- how much Baylor scored against OU. That was surprising. It makes me kind of nervous. I would still say this that K State has the best defense in the Big Twelve, which isn't saying much because the Big Twelve isn't known for defense. Yeah, but I think defense. they do. I mean, they uh, they just make plays. It'll. I think it's gonna be a close game. K State comes out on top, twenty four to twenty one. Like like one of the uh, analysts said, like. Baylor's losing all these non-conference games, but these are familiar opponents. Like you're used to playing these guys for the past so many years, you you, you know their resumes, what they're gonna do, like the looks they're coming out in. So it makes it tougher to scheme against that. But on to the next yeah. one, Texas I, at Iowa yeah. State. Um, Iowa State, I think they're gonna take it. I don't think Texas. No, I don't think so. Iowa State's one of those teams. Like they suck, but every time someone goes to their house, it's gonna be a close game. Yeah, I think I think. Um. You could you could kind of go either way, but I believe Iowa State will win it just because it's Iowa State and it's there, and so yeah. No doubt. No oh, doubt. another another good game. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State at Texas Tech. Texas Tech still undefeated. I mean, they haven't played as many you know good teams obviously, mm-hmm. but I I think I'm gonna take Tech in that one. Really? With that offense they got, I think I think there's something. I think. Mm, I don't know. I think Oklahoma State wins a close one, but I think Tech is a little bit slept on. So, mm-hmm. um, anyway, well, we as next. of now, standings for the Big Twelve. Yeah, which I mean, fair warning, they don't mean much, of course, but yeah. we just like to give them to you. So go yeah, ahead, you'll be go. surprised. Um, OU's number one, TCU number two, West Virginia, Texas Tech, Iowa State, Kansas State, Texas. Oklahoma State is at number eight, obviously, mm-hmm. because they lost to TCU, but, you know, whatever. And congratulations to the University of Kansas men's football team because they are no longer ranked at the bottom of the Big 12 for the first time since 1969 when my grandpa would have been seven years old throwing sticks in his yard. And shout-out uh, T-Money and Keenan and Austin Bell, all our friends up in Lawrence. Yep. I think they have something to look forward uh, Dalton to. Dalton Blaine, I know you're listening. Yeah, D-Blaine. Thank I you. know. He, dude, D-Blaine's big time. He follows on Twitter, follows on SoundCloud. Hey, I think thank he you for the support. Do they call that retweeting on SoundCloud? I'm not familiar uh, with SoundCloud. They repost. So I, I think it's is. repost. Anyway. Repost. Thanks, D-Blaine. Shout-out, yeah. dude. Shout but out uh, keeping it an eight-point game in the third and fourth quarter, like there's a lot, there's a lot to look forward to. You they, know what I mean? Okay, the thing about being the worst team, is you only have up to go. So, KU is probably going to keep getting better year by year, but we'll see. Anyway, so obviously Baylor's at number 10, and that's the Big 12 with 10 teams. Yeah. It's still, still a little confusing. Yeah, for and all you know how there's a you know Big you know, 10 what with... The, what the heck, man? The Big 10 has like the Big 12, 12 or 10 14. teams? What, what's going on, man? All right. It makes uh, me dyslexic. Ouch. Top 25 teams? <laughs> <laughs> uh, games from last games. year, or Jesus, last man. week, Jacob. Jesus. Week, I know. See, like I said, dyslexia. Um, yeah, Georgia beat Mississippi State, and they move up to number seven. Mississippi State drops to number twenty-four. Florida State falls out of the top twenty-five because yeah, they lost it's, to it's NC really State. It's really sad because uh, DJ Francois isn't is D, is his name DJ? Fra- I know Francois is his last uh, name. It's D. It's not DJ. It's something. Oh. Well, whatever. Yeah. Francois tearing his ACL, that really took the heart out of Florida State's season. I mean, their defense looks so good against Bama, too. It's honestly kind of sad because now, now all you think about Florida State is what could have been. You know what I mean? It's going to be one of them seasons for them. 
And then yeah. Oregon dropped out of the top 25 after losing. Yeah, they lost a close State. one to Arizona State. I don't watch a lot of West Coast football, so I couldn't tell you a lot yeah. about it. I, I just watched a little bit of it. Shout out to Austin Bell. I know you're an uh, Oregon fan, and we were watching at your dad's house while playing cards. Oh, so yeah, I guess we did watch a little bit of it. Yeah, we did. I can't believe you didn't remember that. But <laughs> anyway, Austin, sorry, bud. Your uh, web feet friends, uh, fortunately, did not make it. And anyway. And uh, just to finish off uh, the week four, uh, as week four finishes, we have the top four at Bama, yeah. Clemson, OU, and Penn State. And that stayed the same. So yeah, yeah We got USC at number five. Beat. That was also the same. So top five didn't move, obviously. Mm-hmm. But And then let, give me a little preview of week five, Jacob. Ooh, good games coming up. Clemson at Virginia Tech. VTech's always a tough t- place I to play. S- I still think after Clemson showed what they can do to Louisville, I think VTech's – I think Clemson's going to win that game. That that Jackson at VTech, that quarterback, I think he's a stud. And the scary thing is Kelly Bryant comes off a of game from Clemson where he threw three picks, I want to say. So that uh, could be that could be remember. a little sketchy for Clemson yeah. going on the road. And then USC at Washington State. Oh, how do you feel about that, Jacob? I'll probably take USC. I think they're yeah. I don't right think now, so I'll keep it with them. <laughs> I mean, even for Pac-12, uh, USC has a better defense, and I know that doesn't like I said doesn't mean much for Pac-12 teams, but I think it'll show either way. And then Mississippi coming off that loss from Georgia or Mississippi, Mississippi State. State yeah. I mean, who dropped down to twenty-four goes to Auburn, which they're gonna get. Yeah, yeah, we won't Let's say just, yeah. You a know what I was statement. Saying, but I'm not going to say it. Uh, just, I mean, go back and find clips from the first episode yeah. if you want to know. What Censorship. <laughs> what they Please do. don't find the first episode. Okay, that uh, wraps Learning it up curve, for college football. Let's get to our hot takes. You know, a lot of news going on. Um, The Adidas scandal with Rick Pitino and oh, the AD get yeah. placed on administrative leave. From my understanding, it was that uh, players in high school were getting paid to wear Adidas. And then they were getting paid to commit to colleges that were Adidas sponsored school and then they'd sign with Adidas afterwards. That's that's just what I've seen from it. I yep. mean they're sure I'm sure there's a lot I don't more know to it. Where they thought they would get away but with it. But I that. think all Adidas schools are kind of freaking out right now. Yeah. But I'm there's sure, even yeah, others. I'm sure there's all even Nike uh, schools. Adidas schools are freaking out. Like if they're a good program. Bill's probably like, oh my God, dude, like Bill what Self, if this happened to us. Watch out. I, I mean who Well knows? no, I doubt it. Yeah, well, Bill probably plays his players. They have a like tradition that's a little different. I feel like I feel like they could get good kids to sign to KU either way. It's just because it's KU. Yeah, Another I mean, Bill's going to pay him. He doesn't need Adidas to pay him. Yeah. Plus, Adidas just re-signed with KU, so he's got a ton of money from that. I mean, you know, but uh, I think a lot more of it will unfold in the next couple of days, in the next week. And, uh, I mean, an Alabama coach just resigned today because they did an in-house review of all the coaches after all this came out. And uh, he resigned. So, I mean, even there's some Nike school, so I don't know if there's other companies doing the same thing as well. I think there is. There, I mean, like, I feel like, I don't want to say it, but I feel like Nike could have done it. Under Armour yeah, could have I mean, done it. Basically, any even brand Jordan. Out there. I mean, you never know. Well, I mean, any brand out there, as I just said. Yeah. But uh, and one thing that pisses me off. Moving on to our next hot take: NFL making a bid to the court to restore the six-game suspension of Ezekiel Elliott. What, dude, yeah. they are literally trying to ruin his season. They're like, dude, we they don't like they Zeke, really man. don't want to play. I don't know what what is wrong. What, they hate the Cowboys. Jerry I don't know Jones who said who did what to Roger Goodell as a child, but now he's just he's got all this power and he he's like been using touched. it just because to prove his bullies. Somebody wrong. Google if he has any uncles. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. For real, but I mean, I mean, there's more. There's more. She, the girl who's claiming all this, is not credible at all, and. 
I don't know. There's more evidence of her trying to ruin his career. Yeah, we don't. Than Zeke we, hitting her. I don't want to sound insensitive, but there's so Title Nine is favored towards women, and it's just not fair. Like, I mean, okay, we're just, let's just talk about like, right there. It, it is though. Like, girls I, could I, just. I have no comment on it. It's, it's cool because it's hard because you know it's a sensitive subject, but like. Okay, yeah, there is girls take or guys taking advantage of girls and stuff like that, but there's still girls that can obviously see the bigger picture with these athletes. There's text with this girl who Zeke associated himself with. There's girl. There's messages of him text or her texting one of her friends about trying to blackmail him into uh, giving her money, or else she yep. reveals an inappropriate video. She texted Zeke and said, if you break up with me, uh, I'm going to ruin your career. But apparently the NFL has looked at none of that, and there's no evidence about the domestic case Roger against Goodell. Zeke. So, I mean, Everyone just hates a little him, bit. So I, I don't need to say anything. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. But uh, moving on, what what do you have for me, Jacob? Well, we got the traditional uh, Trump quote of the week, and this ties to the NFL thing, you know, all the people kneeling. Um, mm-hmm. So, and... I'll just get a personal take for that. Um, I understand what they're doing. Me personally, I would never do it. Um, so yeah, I'll just I'll just say that. What the kneeling? Yeah, I I mean I get what they're doing it for. I, my opinion on it is I mean, I mean you could do you can do whatever you want. They yeah I I res- the see the thing a lot of people forget is a lot of dads out there because you know oh my god they're respecting the flag, but. Them disrespecting, like them not disrespecting as much, but them using that right to kneel is the same right that gives you the right to complain about it. Well, yeah, just I mean, mean, the flag means one thing. Different things to people. Yeah, another thing I think though is a lot of players are kneeling and they don't like know that much why they're kneeling. You know, they're just kneeling because others are. I mean, I feel. I mean, instead of. Like Some yes, you're bringing awareness could, to it, yeah, but yeah. do something with that awareness. Get out in the community, yeah. donate, and call Ka- Colin Kaepernick's actually donated. He had a million dollar pledge, did a ton of different things, um, holds conferences about rights that uh, you have with the law. I mean, like he did something. I mean, people want to say that he did it the right way. What about when he wore socks with cops portrayed as pigs? What about when he wore yeah. a Fidel Castro shirt? I don't. Okay. A lot of people forget you about. Know, that. He can do whatever he wants, but yeah. to be real, he he ruined his career. He legit. Could, I mean, he could be a starter for a few select teams, like maybe two or three, Jets, um, maybe the Dolphins, depending on Jake Carter. You know, doesn't like to work out, and but he's just not worth. He's not. His talent isn't worth his publicity. Uh, either as a starter or as a number two. Well, I mean, if you're starting a backup, you don't want all that attention brought to him when you have a whole football team to worry about. Exactly. Which people won't want to talk about that, but that's the realist- the reality of it. Like, you don't want it's a dude bringing all this chaos to your locker room. You know what I mean? I would have to agree. Um, I but mean, that's, that's basically what I think about it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I would have you to say, You can hate about us on Twitter. You can agree with us. You can disagree with yeah. us. Tell us what you think on the Twitter from the brain. Another thing from that, I would have to say that as a player... Um, if I see my owners and coaches, you know, locking arms with me, I would feel like um, that's a good team building thing, you know. Like if you're if you're a franchise player, I love the way that the Cowboys did this whole situation. I didn't actually get to see what they do. They uh, kneeled before before the anthem, and then everybody started booing them, and then they stood back up, and then like everybody stood up for the anthem, which gotcha. brings awareness. They're all kneeling at the same time in unison in the middle of the field. And then they go on to respect the anthem as well, which I really like. Yeah, 
I mean, like I said, flag means Jerry's different done things a great to job different people. It. But it's funny because it, Jerry was caught looking at the camera while they kneeled. He's like, "Yeah, I'm smart. This is this is all me right here." Yeah. But enough, enough with the the po- politics in the uh, NFL okay, so right yeah, now. Just two, no, we need to get to the Trump Grill League. Sorry. Oh, it, well, it, it just all tied to that. So sorry for a little side note there, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, his quote, uh, you know, he's talking about all this um, in Alabama, someplace in Alabama. I don't, not a big guy in Alabama, so I don't know where. Shout out T Park. Um, anyway, this is the quote. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners? When somebody disrespects our flag, to say, "Get that son of a bit, son of a bitch off the field now!" Out, out, he's fired. That was a quote from Donald Trump. We did Direct not say quote. the B word. Yeah, sorry. He and just needs to keep his mouth shut. Like that's at the end of the day. See, that's I what think he needs to do. I think okay. A lot of people hate him because of his personality, but if he would just like refrain from saying things like this, a lot more people would like. I'm not saying he would be you know a better president. I'm not a big political guy, so my political opinion isn't very important, I don't think. I mean... All right, let's move on from that. Yeah. It's getting old. Uh, we do have some Twitter questions, though. I don't know if you checked our Twitter sphere. I, I mainly run the Twitter because Jacoby is living in, like, the 80s. He didn't know Twitter yeah. was a thing yet. What's a Twitter? Okay, anyway, but we I, I tweeted out, you know, give us some questions. Uh, show us some love or hate, and uh, we'll feature you in the show. And the first question I got is from at John M. McKegg. John McKegg, great guy. Uh, who do the Royals re- this is he's got three four questions who do the Royals resign this offseason I've already seen rumors about uh, the Royals thinking they can keep low cane so I don't know what that does with Moose and Haas uh, if you can get Vargy cheap that would be cool but who knows uh, Vargy was real good early in the season and then went on to struggle but uh, I'm saying my bet is on Kane after seeing what kind of is going on now Jacoby probably doesn't have any opinion on it but uh, no, the not, number no, not particularly. Yep. Okay. Next question. Number one college game day tail tailgate game. What what does that mean? Like, what's the best atmosphere? Yeah. Number one college game day tailgate. Well, game. I have total bias, so I probably. Oh uh, yeah, mine, mine's the exact same. I'm Kansas, going with Kansas. KSU, man. Oh. Nothing like a little KSU game day. Rattle them keys for the kick. Oh man, gives you chills. Not the biggest stadium, but. Great atmosphere. Yep. Sell out cats. Iman. And then best concert live. You got it. What What do you think, Jacob? Uh, I've only actually really been to one concert, and that was a Logic concert. I don't know if anybody even. Knows I mean, you can one. you can count country music concerts too, but I know you're not a big country well, guy. Well, so. I I do like country. Um, they were just like we went to Logan Mize out at the lake, which was small, but this was this was crazy. Um, so I'll have to say Logic, and there was Joey Badass and Big Limbo, but. Nice. It was nice. it was cool. Mine's mine's a debate between Old Dominion and uh, Florida Georgia Line, Thomas Rhett and Frankie Ballard. The only thing about the uh, Florida Georgia Line one, Thomas Rhett wasn't on stage for that long. Uh, it's kind of disappointing because I'm a big Thomas Rhett fan. Uh, dude is pretty cool. And then we move on to our next question. This comes from Hannah Ann. This is Hannah Hageman, but uh, Hannah Ann underscore on Twitter. Why is Alex Smith so sexy? I tell you, okay, Alex Smith is so sexy, and this is coming from a straight man, because this man is 33 out here slinging the ball, like he's got nothing to lose, which he kind of doesn't, because, I mean, he's getting older in age, he doesn't know what's going to happen, and honestly, his wife is hot. I, I don't, he's got I nothing don't to know lose. if I've seen his wife or not. 
Oh, she's hot, dude. I'm telling you. But I, I have cool. no comment on that question, Hannah. Sorry if you want to Hannah, a better I know you're a big Alex Smith uh, fan, genetics, so I understand. His mom and dad were better looking. That's my my answer to you. His dad was a And then principal. we have Drew Spickler, at B, Big D Spickler on Twitter. Who is the dark horse in college football this year? Oh. That's a, that's a really tough one, you know? The dark horse? The ta- The dark horse. That's that's uh, tough for me. I'm gonna go. You know what? Nice, Drew. I, can you, nice question. Like how 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 low do they have to be to consider it a dark horse? I'm gonna go TCU, man. Ooh. I'm gonna go TCU as my dark horse, Drew. I really like TCU. Kenny Trill. They got some good wide receivers. Their defense is the best they've been in a while. Uh, along with Gary Patterson as your head coach, they're they're tough to beat. What about you, Jacob? Um. Wow, I mean, looking really at the top twenty-five, to like yeah, looking at the top twenty-five, I, I probably have to go TCU also. We'll see what happens when they play, you know, Oklahoma. We well, have but, your own thought there. <laughs> you know what? Okay, fine. I'll pick another one. <laughs> Please do. Jesus, um, it would probably cool. be a Pac-12 team, and I can't decide, like, because you can't really call. You have USC. to decide. There's a question they want. Wait, to wait, wait, wait. You have to you, decide. You're okay, around the bush. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Well, pick somebody, and I'll hear you out. I want to say Washington, but they're also in the college playoff last year. So well, that's okay. I mean, they're, like, but, but they're ranked lower than USC. I think Washington can take the Pac-12. Okay, so kind of some high-ranked uh, dark horses there. But you asked for our thoughts, and you got them. And then we have another question from at uh, Peyton underscore Haynes on Twitter. Peyton Haynes, uh, why is Peyton Haynes so funny? Peyton Haynes. Only Peyton Haynes thinks that's funny. Like, dude, like this is one of those. This is kind of like know, Peyton. one of those uh, questions that's gonna go on for sassy. like. And I don't think you were. You, were you gonna talk there? I was. I was waiting for you to say something else. And you kind of just froze. Okay. But Sorry. this is one of those things, like when your grandma, like, oh my gosh, you've grown since the last time I saw you. You know, one of those things they say over and over again yep. when you're like, dude, I'm still the same height I was last week when you saw me. Like this is the same thing. Like, yo, why am I so funny, dude? I really don't know. Like he's just going to go on forever and ever. So that's, uh, yeah, you're, Peyton, you're not funny. You're not funny. You you're rely ginger. on generic jokes. Yeah. Get better jokes. All right. You might be funny. Just just kidding, Peyton. We miss you. Yeah. Shout out Buko. Yeah. Buko forever. Hashtag Buko forever. Whoops. And then also like a kind of kind of hot topic thing going on is apparently f- everybody found out about Post Malone just because one girl tweeted a video of him singing I Fall Apart and she's like when when he said she told me that wasn't enough i felt that i guess that's a thing now like when you when you hear something you like in a song i i felt that so like get money die trying i felt that drake yep i don't know what what you feel like it doesn't pertain to you at all so i don't know like apparently some dude broke her heart freshman year of high school and she still hasn't gotten over it and that's what she tweets about at midnight each night when she says she's in her feels god bless her <laughs> But, uh, she needs it. That's Post Malone. Shout out. Been with you since Stoney came out. Great album. But uh, let's move in to closing time. Give you uh, a final final thought of the day. Uh, my final thought of the day is uh, thank you, fall weather. Because, you know, big boys walking to class in 95 degrees. Dude, it sucks. I always sweat. And then when you're in class, you're like, dude, I'm trying not to sweat. But then that hey, just makes you sweat, sweat more. It's awful, man. Uh, what do you have to go? All right, I got a quote from Ron White, and if you don't know who Ron White is, then, you know, maybe you're not from Kansas. Anyway, um, the quote goes, 
I believe that if life gives you lemons, you should make lemonade and try to find somebody whose life has given them vodka and have a party. I think that's just a great way to look at life. This is a very good um, I don't know if my life been lemons. Like if, my, if I could find someone whose life has given them vodka, um, I'd probably... That's a lot of vodka in a I'd lifetime. probably go talk to Keenan Weshman. I think that's the guy who I'd <laughs> figure out. So, yeah. I mean, he just turned 21, so God bless him, and uh, we love you. Also, who, who else turned 21 was uh, Tyler Barton. Oh, my. Uh, I'm just letting you know oh. you shouldn't drink because I, everybody watched your Snapchats, and we have a lot of questions We're for you. Scared. Maybe you might be on the show, and we'll We're ask scared. you about these Snapchats yeah. and your drinking habits. Let us know what questions you guys would ask T-Barb, and we'll save them yeah. for when he comes on. And like uh like I said in one of our tweets, uh, ask questions on Twitter, be featured in the show. We'll answer most of them, if not all of them. Unless they're stupid. <coughs> but I, I think we had a real good episode this week. <laughs> Came in yeah, a lot more yeah, prepared because last week I was like, "It's a Go, long episode, working on a script." Guys. He's like, "Yeah, dude, I got a script going." It's long. And he shows up and he's like, "Uh, well, I only had the Thursday night game." Guys, I'm in college. Yeah, so I work six jobs ten and I still get tired. Yep. Shout out. What is that, Kevin Gates? Yeah, Kevin Gates. Kevin Gate. He just came out with a new album. But anyway, uh, let's let's close this out. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud, and we are also on iTunes. Uh, retweet yep. us to your friends, man. Get us a bigger following. We're really out here just chasing the dream. Did you say IG? I don't remember if you said that. Well, you IG that's coming. coming soon. I was leaving that for an ending note, but then you just ruined it. Oh, so anyway, uh, and a little announcement here. Uh, Instagram is coming soon from Thoughts from the Brain. It'll be at from the brain, just like our Twitter. But it's gonna be kind of sick, man. Have you some more content welcome. going out on the daily. Some pics, some videos, maybe some some sound clips of the show. Who but, knows uh, what will happen? Yep. Who knows what will happen? Two and two college boys, raw, uncut. We might start a, sexual, a GoFundMe for br- a third mic because we want guests, or for an office, we might raise like six million dollars. But until then, uh, you I'm guys take it easy, and we will see you guys next.